What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is Thursday, June 1st, late Thursday night on June 1st, 2023. My name's Kent Peterson. I'm the host of this show, and on today's show, we are going to discuss a little bit of football stuff, but mainly we're going to talk about everything that happened in basketball, the guys that decided to stay at school, and uh, the guys, a couple of them, that foregone, forewent their last year of eligibility to remain in the NBA draft. Um, so let's get right into it. I want to get back to my roots today, because on last week's show, I did like a 45-minute show, and when I started this whole thing, I always said it's going to be short shows, quick pods, you know, you can listen to it one ride to work, and then you're done, you're in and out. So that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to jump right in. Um, Let's talk about football real quick, real quick. Let's talk about football. Um, Everybody hates me. Every single person on Twitter hates me. At least it feels like it tonight. Um, I put out the Big Ten West slightly too early predictions and nobody listened to the pod apparently because uh everyone was super pissed off at me I even had Iowa fans mad after I picked them to win the Big Ten West because I said that they were going to lose two games and one of them was going to be to Iowa State they were not happy about that (laughs) um obviously I kind of knew this was coming but Minnesota fans are super butthurt right now and um for good reason. I picked them to be last. And like I said, I'm going to stick to it until um, someone changes my mind. And hopefully someone will change my mind because Minnesota's got some passionate fans and one really, really passionate Northwestern fan. I couldn't make this guy happy no matter what my response was to him on Twitter today. So um, those predictions are out again. uh, Put that out last week on the pod. So if you want to listen to that full in-depth episode of why I picked each team to win what games and how they're going to finish in the divisions. You can go back to last week's episode and uh, check that out um, and be equally as pissed off at me as everyone else on Twitter is right now. That's a real fun thing to do. You know, someone says something bad about your team. There's 14 teams in the Big Ten. Last I checked. Soon to be 16. But, um, it's impossible to make all 14 people happy or fan bases, I guess you would call it. Um, not everyone's <laughs> that I actually thought about doing that. I think I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to make an edit where it's going to be my revised um, Big Ten West standings. Everyone's going 12 and 0. Every <laughs> everyone's winning every game. Try to get mad at me now, assholes. Um but that's it. That's really it for football, though. I put out both standings. A lot of people agree with my East stuff, but the West stuff, man, like, was not hitting. Was not hitting like I thought it was going to. Um, I'm going to focus on basketball a little bit more today because of all the news that came out last night around this time. Um, some really big stuff happened, and I know there's a lot of other things going on in basketball right now, but in an effort to keep this one short, like I said, I'm only going to talk about three teams today. And I'm going to call them my Big Ten bullies because I think that there's going to be three teams next year that are really going to stand above everybody else when it comes to basketball. Um, and first is obviously a team that has a guy named First. Do you know who I'm talking about? It's Purdue. Um, Caleb First is who I was referring to. But the guy that everyone's talking about, though, has to be Zach Eady, though. Last night really came down to the wire, and I don't think anyone – actually knew I mean obviously I think his teammates may have known and his mom everyone loves Julia 
Um, didn't really know what was going to happen with Zach, whether he was going to stay in the NBA uh, draft and see where he was going to go with that and start making some money. Or, I mean, he's going to make money anyways, but... Or if he was going to come back to Purdue and make a run at a national championship, with which, honestly, at this point, is not far-fetched. I know what has happened in the past with uh, their tournament history, losing to <laughs> really low seeds or high seeds, however you say it. But um, they have a legitimate team coming back in, obviously getting 22 points a game and 12 rebounds a game right there in the center of your lineup is a huge piece of information, a huge piece of news, and just a huge piece to the puzzle for the Purdue Boilermakers next year um, once basketball starts. I'm excited. I like Zach Eady. I know a lot of people. In fact, most of my friends just hate him. They think he's just a tall guy, but I actually think he's – I actually think he is really skilled. He's a really good basketball player. Um, he just happens to be tall as well, uh, <laughs> and that's super helpful for him for the sport that he's playing. But um, you start looking at Purdue, though. Like I said, you got Caleb First coming back and Mason Gillis. That's a huge front line. They also have uh, – I didn't write his name down, but it's Trey Wren something um, who's going to play in the front court as well. And they just got a lot of guys. They have another freshman that I think is 7-2 that's playing this year as well. They got a lot of guys up front. And when you add that to the guards that they have, which – are now a year older, the younger guards they had last year, Fletcher, Braden Smith, um, they're going to be a really hard team to beat next year. A really, really hard team to beat next year. Um, I see them winning the Big Ten. Possibly, I mean, it's way too early to make a prediction at this point, and so many things can happen still. There's going to be graduate transfers and things of that nature going on still, even this summer. But um, they're going to be a really tough team to beat, I think. And uh Really excited for Purdue. Um, I'm excited that Zach is back and that we're going to have some really competitive basketball coming out of the Big Ten. And I think that Purdue is going to be the headline of that competitive basketball. Um, The only team that I think, honestly, at this point in time, the only team that I think that's going to give them a run at that Big Ten regular season title is Michigan State. And the reason why I think that they're going to give them a run is because basically everybody's back for them. It feels like everyone's back. Um, Last night, you finally heard the announcement that A.J. Hogart, which obviously was not, to me, was silly that he even entered the draft. I mean, I guess he could have had some good workouts and maybe got drafted. I've never been a big fan of his. I don't know why. It's something about his, I think it's just something about his face. I don't know what it is. He's a good player. I just, I don't like him. Um, I just don't. I'm sorry. Uh, you also have uh, Jaden Aikens coming back. That was announced last night. Huge, huge for Michigan State. If you forgot already, I think it was about a month or two ago, uh, pretty much I felt like right after the tournament was over, Tyson Walker said he's coming back. Malik Hall's coming back. You take all those guys that were already there last year, they made it further than anyone in the NCAA tournament already from the Big Ten. They made it the furthest. So they are technically, if you're talking about just postseason play, Minus the Big Ten tournament. If you talk about the NCAA tournament postseason play, getting real specific here, Michigan State's the best team. If that's all you're focused on is making a run in March in the big dance, then Michigan State had the best season last year. And then they got all their guys back. And then they're adding Jeremy Fears. They're adding uh, Xavier Booker. 
pretty high recruited guys. And then a dude that's been on my radar now because I'm seeing all of his highlight tapes is Cohen Carr. This, I almost said the F word. This guy is extremely athletic. Um, I, I mean, it's hard to say. To me right now, like I said, the only team that's going to give Purdue a run is going to be Michigan State. They might be better, though. If Izzo can get the guys to all like mesh together and uh, play right off the tip, right off the rip at the beginning of the season and just kind of hold it going all the way through the season, I think that Michigan State will will win the Big Ten. That's not going to surprise me. If we're sitting here um, at the end of February and we're looking and saying uh, Michigan State just clinched the Big Ten, turn, or Big Ten title outright, I won't be surprised at all. Um, but I think Purdue is the only other team. Them and Michigan State and Purdue. I think those are the ones next year. It's one and two or 1A and uh, 1B, I guess you would call it. Um, The last team that I wanted to discuss, though, because there's a guy on this team that made a big announcement last night um, about coming back as well, and I would say that they're in the category of a Big Ten bully, which is what I'm going to title this episode. Um, They're not, to me, they're not right up there with Purdue and Michigan State. I could be wrong, though. Like I said, it's super early, but you have to get excited. If you're an Illinois fan, because uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. is, I'm going to say that athletically and the way that he plays has potential to be the Big Ten player of the year. It's going to be tough next year because of how talented the Big Ten is going to be already. And especially when you have the Big Ten player of the year, Zach Eady, returning next year, it's going to be tough to overcome him. But Terrence Shannon Jr. is legit. I thought he was going to the NBA for sure. I thought he was gone. I thought there was no shot he was coming back. Um, 17 points a game last year. Like I said, kind of surprised that he didn't just stay in the NBA draft and figure out where he was going to go and just start his uh, pro career. You also add uh, Coleman Hawkins coming back, a big piece for them, an emotional leader for them, um, a guy that I really like following on Twitter. I'd love to, I'd love to get, man, Coleman, I'd love to get Coleman Hawkins on the show. That'd be great. I would love to interview him. He seems super funny. Like he seems ch- like chill and like super funny. I'd love to just chop it up with him a little bit. Um, but Illinois, Big Ten bully too. Uh, those are those are really the big names. I didn't go through their whole roster and like try to figure out what was all going on with them. I just don't think that they're based on the season they had last year. They were so underwhelming um, and so touch and go. Like they'd win a game and then they'd lose something that they weren't supposed to. But um, having Terrence back and having Coleman back is going to be huge for them. I think they're a Big Ten bully next year as well. The last basketball guy I wanted to talk about is my guy. I've shared this picture a bunch. I shared it this morning. I'm sad. I'm upset. I'm um, I'm emotional. You know what I mean? My guy, uh, Chase, I almost said his name wrong, Chase Audige, is staying in the NBA draft. And... Um, I'm sad about it, man. I, I had such a fun time watching Northwestern play last year. Their style of play, coach of the year, Chris Collins, and uh, Boo Booey and Chase in the backcourt just like tearing it up all last year. Matthew Nicholson. I love watching Northwestern last year. I was a big fan of watching them play. Um, And I like I, like I tweeted out today, I got to talk to Chase for a little bit at the Big Ten tournament right after his – I didn't know it was going to be his last game. I probably would have said something different than what I said to him at the time. 
Um, but talk to him and his mom, like super nice family. He's very down to earth. He's a cool dude. Um, if he does get drafted, an NBA team's getting a really nice, nice, they're getting a really nice boy. No, they're getting, uh, they're going to get a great player. I mean, he was the reason that I started cheering for Northwestern last year. I love the way he plays. He's so poised and he handles the ball so well and he keeps control of his team um, in such a great way. I just love the way that he plays the game of basketball. And uh, I wish him nothing but the best of luck, man. I'm really sad that he's going to be gone next year, though. All right. Um, those were my uh, basketball things. Like I said, this is going to be quick today. We're at 12 minutes. That's exactly what I wanted to do. Um, if you are still watching Succession, I'm switching topics. Oh, I forgot to talk about this. I forgot. I, I forgot. I put this in here. Forgot. I put it on the bottom line. Um, people are pissed off. By the way, I, I'm going to talk about Succession in just one second. <laughs> forgot about this though. People are upset right now about this next thing that I wanted to discuss real quick. Um, there's going to be some marquee games. Some there's going to be games on Peacock next year. You know, and um, you probably already do know that. But if you didn't know, this might be news to you. Peacock is a streaming app that you have to pay for monthly. I, maybe you can pay for it yearly. I haven't looked into it yet. I'm not excited about this, though. I'm already paying for too much shit. I got Netflix. I got YouTube TV, HBO Max. I'm already, I don't want another app. I really didn't want another app. And I think it's crazy that we have to pay for another app just to watch the college football games. There's going to be a bunch of Big Ten games. On Peacock next year. I should have talked about this with football. It's fine, though. Um, and probably the thing that I'm most upset about is I'm going to have to explain that you have to download a new app and stream college football games to my dad this year. I'm going to have to. <laughs> he's going to be like, he's going to be like, hey, hey, where's this? Uh, whatever game he wants to watch. I'll be like, it's on the cock, dad. That game's on the cock. And um, he's not he's not going to know how to get to it. And um, I don't live in the same state as him. So trying to explain to him how to do that over the phone is going to be an absolute fucking nightmare. Um, that's what I'm really upset about. I'm also upset that I have to pay for another streaming service. I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. So um, get your cocks ready. Get your cocks ready because football is coming, baby, on the cock. All right. This is what I wanted to get into real quick, though. Where are we at? All right. I'm going to take one minute to talk about this. Succession. If, you, if you're still watching, what I was starting to say, if you're still watching, turn the pod off right now because I'm about to give some spoilers if you haven't finished yet um, about the season finale. First of all, I've gotten into some debates about this already. I didn't think that the final season as a whole was a great season. I thought there was a lot of dragging, and I thought it took too long to get to some actual action. That being said, the final three episodes of the season were fantastic. So good. So good. I loved it. Um, my thoughts on the ending. I really thought that Roman was going to be the guy that was going to split the vote, and he was going to be the reason that um, they ended up giving away ownership to the company. But uh, I was wrong. I got thrown a curveball at the end. I got thrown a curveball because it ended up being Shaban. Is that, is that how you guys say it? Shaban. Shiv. Shiv with the knife. 
stabbed everybody in the back. They had, they were six to six on votes. It came down to her. She had a mental breakdown. Had to go out in the hallway. Ken gets pissed, starts yelling at her, goes ape shit on her, which was hilarious. Um, and then uh, she comes back in and votes no. Or yes, I can't, which, whatever way it was. She gave away the company. Why'd she do that? Well, I don't know what the, I don't know what I was thinking here. I have no clue what was going on. Get over here, microphone. I don't know what was going on in my mind, and I didn't think about this. But, but her baby daddy slash borderline husband, Wamsgams, Tom, first name, was about to be the CEO of the new company. And I don't know why I wasn't thinking about that. I should have known that Shiv was going to vote that way going into it. I wasn't thinking. I was thinking about everything else that was going on. They got me. It made me mad. I don't like getting my brain played with like that. But anyways, after I finally like finished the episode and started thinking about it, I was like, of course she's going to vote that way. She gets the payout. She gets bought out. She could get like a billion dollars. And then her husband is now in control of the company. So her baby is in that bloodline to be the next CEO. Of course she would vote that way. Why wouldn't she? She gets the money. She doesn't have to work anymore. Her probably son, just based on the way that family has children, is... I don't even... Did they ever announce that it was going to be a girl or a boy? I don't think they did. Probably her son was going to be the next CEO. Of course she would vote that way. Um, broke Kendall's heart, thought he was going to jump off into the water. I, think, <laughs> I really did. I really thought they were going to show it. And that's how the whole season ends is him just debating his whole life and whether he's going to commit suicide or not. All right. That was a little bit too long. I got to stop. All right. Uh, fun show, fun show today for me. Great show, man. This microphone is killing me today. Um, thank you for watching. Appreciate if you're watching on YouTube, of course, if you're listening, I am on YouTube now. You can come see my beautiful face. Uh, make sure you get on Twitter to tell me all the shit I did wrong. Tell me everything I did wrong on Twitter. I want to hear it all. I actually, do. It's actually very entertaining. It's, it's another uh, little, you know, I got a little lull in my day. My kids drive me crazy. I can sneak off to the bathroom, take a little fake poop, and then, like, Look at my phone real quick and just people up in arms about me picking Minnesota to finish. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like people are legitimately mad at me. That's okay, though. I'm sorry if you're mad. I'm sorry. I love you all, and I love all the comments. Um, thank you for listening, though. Go uh, follow on whatever. Uh, follow on Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube if you want to, if you don't want to. Um, have a good weekend, though. Enjoy the summer. The summer is here. The pool's open for me. Got all sorts of kids over. Um, just having a just having a great great time right now. I'm just really excited about life and all the things that are happening um, in the Big Ten, of course. Um, I'll stop here. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you guys sometime next week. I don't know when. Peace.